welcome to the Sports <laughs> Society podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Sports Society podcast, a podcast about everything sports. My name is Dan and joining me we have Chris, Ads and Josh. How are we boys? Yeah, good mate. mate. Fantastic mate. That was beautiful. Good stuff. Very good. Very that good. was beautiful. Not bad for the first game. All right then. Where, Where do you want start? to start then boys? I guess you want to start with AFL, don't you? <clears throat> I actually reckon we should start with the NBA. Has anyone seen the NBA today? No. Yeah, I actually was following it, so I know that Boston were 3-0 three, three down. Wow, yes. It's 3-4, is that right? No, 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 no. So, Heat, Heat were 3-0, and um, there's a stat out there that out of 150 games where a team's been 3-0, they've gone on to play in the next series, and Boston today have just leveled the series 3-3. Three, three. And game seven will be in two days. So Boston is may this, be the first team. What's that, Chris? Is this the the game that ended 103-104? Yes. Oh, I saw last, this earlier. Yes, last second. And um, yeah, Boston got the win. And mate, it was hectic. Hectic. And now they play game seven at, in Boston and should go on to win. So it was unbelievable. If any of you want to watch the highlights, definitely, definitely worth it. Go to Celtics. And that rounds up our NBA chat. Nobody told me we were doing <clears throat> NBA just yet, so I, I researched no NBA whatsoever. No one told me what we're doing at all. I'm across the NBA, man. Like I don't watch it that much, but I was listening yesterday that it was they were yeah. 3-0 down, and now it's 3. Today it was, yeah, to level the series, wasn't it? Level the series, yep. That's where you bounce well, the ball, right? So what's well, your prediction um, for the seventh game, Dad? Uh I actually think Boston will win and become the first team in 150 years to um, beat that streak. So my tip's Boston at home. Well, there you go. Go Celtics. There we go. Beautiful. I'll back against you, mate. I'll go with Miami. <laughs> for no, no reason other than I just like to be different. <laughs> you boys want to put a slab on that or...? <laughs> Whoever's no. top of the league, I'll, I'll go with Wait, them. Dan, you still owe me a slab for that choke that Arsenal had gone through mid-season. Hey, yeah, yeah. We'll get onto the Premier League. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's not talk about me, Arsenal. Though. I'm counting it. I'm waiting. Mate, the, the biggest... Uh, bucks, so. Arsenal aside, the biggest flops are Borussia Dortmund. Do you, see the, do you see the Bundesliga? Did they lose? No. So they were playing Mainz, who were bottom of the league so this is German, German league football for the for the Aussies Borussia Dortmund go 2-0 down to Mainz and Bayern Munich were 1-0 up against um, can't remember who it was but basically Bayern were on to win the league Borussia Dortmund brought it back to 2-2 and Musalia scored in the 88th minute which then drew the league on 81 points each and Bayern Munich won the league on goal difference no way what was the goal difference? yeah uh, it's 54 to so 54 to 39 so Bayern a plus 15 for the yeah, season wow well, so they probably made. deserve to win yeah. it anyway bottle jobs if you're kicking I mean, 15 more goals than you're in the second best team I reckon you deserve to win the comp it's, anyway 
It's close though, man. Like literally 92 goals for for Bayern Munich, 38 against, and for Dortmund, it's 83 goals for, 44 against. Goal difference 39. Bayern well, Munich I, goals I, 54. Mad. I, I actually think the Bundesliga is more competitive in terms of physicality than the than the Prem. Like I love no watching way. the Bundesliga. They just crash into each other. Anyone watch the Coventry Luton game? Sure did. Yep. You did. Mate, the 20, that's my postcode, mate. CV21. Who, the Hatters? <laughs> no. No, nah, Coventry. Coventry. Oh, okay. But the, the 23rd minute goal from Jordan Clark that gave Luton Town the 1 0 lead. Hmm. Luton managed to grab another goal in the 41st minute, but the goal was ruled out from a handball from Adebayo. Luton, Luton were 1 0 up at half time. Coventry managed to pull the score level. Mate, the, the goal was great. It was an excellent goal from Gustavo Hammer. Or Hamer. Um, the, the way he scored the goal comes straight through the middle. Mate, the team play was excellent. They just moved mm. the ball. They created space for each other. It was, just, it was just a great team goal. But at the end of the 90 minutes, it was 1-1. Extra time. Luton found the net again. But again, the goal was ruled out with another handball. <laughs> Yeah, mate. So it, it was 1-1 at the end of extra time. Nail-biting penalty shootout. And then, yeah, Luton ended up winning 6-5 on penalty Dabo shootout. Dabo missed, so missed the pen, didn't he? They, he did, yeah. So they're now yeah, in the Premier good. League. And the last time they've been in the Prem was the 91-92 season. So Here's a question for you two then, right? So I did a bit of bit of Googling, yeah, because I'm not across Luton Town. All I know is there's an airport there or something. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah right? <laughs> Is their stadium, i.e. the five houses that they've got, that they've transferred into a stadium, is that Premier League standard or not? It, no. It doesn't matter, does it? But, no, but they have that, to... Is that standard? Like, is, is Man City going to want to be sending their billion-dollar squad to a stadium where the fence is literally like 30 centimetres from the, from the touchline or from the sideline, whatever you want to call it? No, nah, so Luton have a 10,000-seater stadium, right? And it needs about ten million pounds worth of upgrades before it's Premier League standard. So in the in the off season, they're going to have to do some renovations, or else <laughs> they won't be playing at Luton's ground. Not so. a lot of time, though. It's not. not too much. It's not. But they've just won the playoff final. They get, I think, the pot for the playoff final is one hundred and fifty mil. They said it's the richest yeah, um, qualification yeah. win in world sport. So yeah, that's massive. I'm actually looking forward to it. I love those local grounds. I prefer them than Tottenham's fake ground that they went and manufactured. Mate, the Luton Town um, Stadium, basically you have to walk through people's backyards to get to the away end. And then the home end is basically, there's like a cutout of, I don't know what it is. They've basically gone through these old houses to get to the ground. So you could walk out of your door and to your left would be the turnstiles. Is Is it bad though that like out of Wembley... Anfield, Stanford Bridge, all those grounds. Now, the one ground I want to go to outside of Craven's Cottage, I just want to go to Luton. Because I'm going to be mad. Yeah, it's probably still got more atmosphere than the MCG. 100%. I actually disagree. I'm going (laughs) to... 100% disagree there. There he is. I love both sports, so I'm not going to comment on that. But jealousy is a disease, Christopher. (laughs) Yeah, different different games, though, mate. Like might just AFL be something to do with the sport that's 
that's being played. Like you go to a a state of origin game <laughs> or rugby league game, it's the same. The atmosphere is not great, especially up north in Melbourne. That's all right, but we're just different supporters it's down average, here. But like the, the Aussie sports, not known for its atmosphere. But no, at all. Even even football, like Dan what? says, victory games are good, but they're not nothing compared to a to a Premier League game. No, but Aussie not far off. The Aussie rules are uh, they're known game. for the best they're known for the best sport in the world mate not yeah, this uh, so. not this soccer stuff mate you're talking is about. that why it's played in one country one state only needs to be played in one country mate that's it <laughs> for all ten so fans. speaking of code wars I'll put this together right and I want you boys to have a crack so yeah, I've gone through the top five sports in terms of participation Australia wide all right. So this yeah. this is Australia wide. So adults, kids, male, female, anything in between. Yeah. Right. What do you reckon the number one sport is? For participation. Just in Australia. Yep. In Australia. In Australia participation. Yep. Cricket. Cricket. Rugby league. So cricket is the fifth. Rugby league is the Ooh. sixth. Rugby league Ooh. is the lowest participated sport with three hundred and seventeen thousand. Football, soccer, 1.86 million people. Australia-wide play soccer. It's a number one. Basketball number one, number wow. <laughs> so basketball's number two with 1.2 million participants. Soccer, mm. oh, sorry, AFL and netball tie for third on 950. Yeah, we're on the podium, boy. <laughs> Love and, that. Love that. <laughs> Rugby league, 317,000 participants. And if you combine that wow. with rugby union, it's still only 600,000. So I'm a- all rugby codes are the lowest participated sport in the country. I'm actually no. I'm actually quite surprised cricket isn't higher. Yeah, I know. Mm. We, we're, a lot, we're a multicultural country now. I actually thought cricket would be, you know, second, third, if not first. I thought it was first, let alone soccer Mate, being number one. You look at football, like there's 1.16 million adults playing. Yeah. So anyone over 15 is classified as an adult for this. This has come from the AIS. 1.16 million adults play football, the soccer variety, and 700,000 kids play soccer. The nearest close, the closest to that's 350,000. So double the wow. amount of kids are playing football, soccer, than any other sport in the country. Absolutely not. But if you if you look back to the World Cup, yeah, and look at the scenes at Fed Square, like you don't get that with any other sport. Like you don't get that with any sport. It's the best sport on the planet, and I'm not just saying that because I'm from England. It is a great. It's it's such a great sport. AFL is a great sport. sport, Every sport's great sport because we all love sport here. But football is no doubt, mate. We're even coming in and knocking you off top spot. It, comfortably you, as well. In your own country. <laughs> comfortably as well. <laughs> yeah, so, that's it. With all those stats, right, and soccer gets less funding from the federal government than cycling. Wow. So soccer soccer gets about 1.5% of the funding nationwide for sport. And, we still, and we're still number one. It's crazy, isn't it? So oh, well. there. Guess, there. Guess, guess what I'm doing next season, lads? Playing football. <laughs> Proper football. Playing, Oz, playing Aussie rules. That's what we're doing there, boys. <laughs> but, 
Going back to football, or as soccer as you flogs like to call it, um, leading into the last game of the season for the Premier League tonight, heard any transfer yeah. rumours? Anyone? Yes. Ooh. Go. Man of Solomon, Fulham to Spurs, mate. You absolute flogs. Solomon. Man of Solomon. We go and get him out of war-torn Ukraine, right, and, and Israel, and then you and your flogs go and poach him after a season with us. I hate Who's Tottenham. It? Oh, Tottenham, yeah. And not stand them. Hotnam Totspur, yeah. And they're trying to lowball us too with the transfer fee as well. Mate, Which biggest is... um, biggest transfer this year is going to be Declan Rice to Arsenal. 100% if he goes to Arsenal. Declan Rice on, to Arsenal. He's also on Man United shortlist. This Where's time. Mason Mount going? He's on Man United. Probably United. Yeah, yeah. Well, would he be bigger? And another, not? maybe. He might fit into their midfield, but I don't think Man United need another midfielder. What Man United need is another striker. And the only other striker I think that could fit in nicely at, at that club is Harry Kane. He's, he's just been offered to Real Madrid in exchange for Eden Hazard. I know. I was just about to get on to that. <laughs> you, is, is that. Is that realistic though? Is Hazard going to come to Tottenham? I don't see why not. Like, all jokes aside, look at the stadium you're playing in. Like, you are it's a, it's a, a decent-sized club. Eighth. You're not a big club. You're a decent-sized club. you just got a big yeah. stadium. <laughs> Well, Good facilities. I mean, on on paper, Tottenham, are, you, you classify them as the top five. But realistically, mm. this season's performance for Tottenham has been unbelievably disappointing. Mm. They've literally had nothing to show all year. If, if when have you ever had, had anything to show? His goals. No, well, a couple of seasons ago, yeah. But I mean, now what? The Audi Cup. The Audi Cup. Oh, mate, there was there was what like. Four consecutive seasons we finished above you boys. By that I mean yeah, we didn't win anything. Arsenal. No, we didn't win anything, but neither did you. So, mate, we won three FA Cups. I'll separate Man. you two before you punch on. For our for other people <laughs> listening, you have no idea like ads about the game, right? I, I love both games. So when I watch Tottenham, I think Carlton. The reason why I link the two is because Carlton load up their squad with with six really good players. It's Tottenham two three. And then the rest of the team's just rubbish. It's just plum average. You're right, Josh. So, that's, you that's, so you're, 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 if Harry Kane and Sun aren't firing, Tottenham are gone. If Cripps and Charlie Kerner aren't firing, Carlton are gone. That's why. Yeah, that's a good point. So you this is there? actually starting to sound like a yeah, proper sport now that now we're talking about Carlton players. <laughs> I had no idea what you're talking you about. Use us as an example? <laughs> Far out. <laughs> yeah, so transfer. Did you hear Liverpool are very close, they think, to signing Alexis M- McAllister? McAllister? Yeah. 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 What do you reckon about that? That's a big signing. Is that? It's a good signing, yeah. 40 mil? There are 63 50, mil, I think. You know, 63. Yeah, so apparently Jurgen, Jurgen Klopp said that they're willing to pay up to 63 million. Is he worth for, 63 million? Or Euros, whatever the, the transfer is. I don't know. He's worth it. Yeah, he's good, yeah. I'd say so. He's good. He's a great player. So, he's a great player, but... Going, hang on, but before we go too far off of it, going back to Declan Rice, you said, Chris, mm. you'd, Arsenal or United? On both Arsenal. Arsenal, he's got to fit into Arsenal. Does he fit into Arsenal? He's got two years left on his contract at West Ham, right? They've got, yeah. they've got the option of extending it by a further year. 18 months ago, he rejected a new offer of 200 grand a week. <clears throat> the problem, I think, at the minute is Man City obviously won the league. They're going to win the Champions League. Probably going to win the FA Cup. I reckon they'll come in for a bid for him and then offer Calvin Phillips. So I think and then West we're Ham... going to get we're going to get stumped for the transfer. But 
if you're looking at like a project, then Arsenal, you've got to go Arsenal. We've got Champions League. We nearly won the league. Um, I think he, I think he actually likes Arsenal. So we'll just see. We'll see what happens. Like it's, it's all a rumor at the play, minute. He'd probably play well alongside Party, to be honest. He's got no competition at Arsenal. Like Xhaka and Party, give it a rest, mate. He'll yeah, walk all over those two. You got Rodri and Gundogan and De Bruyne and Foden and God knows who else they've got in the ranks. So, yeah. So, so West Ham have said they will allow Declan Rice to leave this summer if they receive a 120 million bid from a Champions League club. That could be Arsenal, but like you say, yeah. it could also be City. That they will accept a hundred million plus a player. Yeah, give him Emil Smith Rowe, mate, or Reese Nelson. Mate, Emil Smith Rowe is amazing. Yeah, like two it's years funny ago. Funny you say that though, because I'm literally just looking now, right? And they're saying here, so this is coming from stats straight up. That Bayern <laughs> Munich are fifty-eight percent more likely to get to get him than Arsenal. Bayern Munich. Yep. Says yeah, they're I willing to pay what's been I can't see him going abroad. I think he'll stay in the UK. But what, what do you think, Adam? Talks at the end of the day, but. Declan Rice I could think go he's to staying. Essendon. Change sport, go to Essendon. <laughs> <laughs> I was falling asleep a little bit there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at you, Zach. Like... Declan no, Rice is uh, his, it, his it sounds like best It sounds like he will go. The money's too good. He will go. You support he Arsenal now, remember? Well, you say. I do support Arsenal. Um, <laughs> New, Newcastle are set to get an extra £100 million in funding. So you can't rule out new, him going to Newcastle either. Nah, I don't think you go there. Oi, Ads, what do you reckon about that? As much as I love the sport, right? Imagine how uneven a competition could be where there's no salary cap, right? And then they've got this thing called FIFA Fair Play. Unless you're Manchester City and it doesn't apply to you. You've got Man City who can basically buy the greatest players in the world, right? And then they get all these fantastic awards. Player of the Year, Team of the Year, Manager of the Year. Mate, I reckon, well, Ad, you don't know the first thing about soccer, football, and you'd be able to go in and coach them to a to a championship, I reckon. Well, it doesn't sound quite fair, does it? Yeah. It sounds like, you know what I mean? Like, it sounds like they're getting a bit shafted. Like, the other teams are getting shafted. They're getting looked after. Sounds like a bit of uh, Geelong in the AFL, getting looked after, mm. as always. A bit of Carlton 95, hey? A bit of the salary cap breach. Yeah, a bit of Carlton. Carlton are still hoping that the 1995 team come on this week. <laughs> they are useless. Didn't Talking they lose about to Sydney Swans? Exactly. Talking about Carlton, let's get into Carlton, Josh. What's what's going on down there? What's going on with the Blue Baggers? Oh, where do I begin, mate? Um, so, first time in the last five to six seasons where a team has won every single stat in the last five games, but has not won one of them. The only mate. stat we win is goals on the board. So, we beat Sydney in possessions, in kicking efficiency, in marks in inside 50s in scoring everything but we lost by 23 points or whatever it was on paper you guys have the best team on paper shouldn't lose definitely you shouldn't have so? lost on friday 100 percent. you have a look at their on midfield paper? yeah crips on paper you have crips you have walsh you have chera you have kennedy in the midfield yeah you go to the forward line you have mckay you have kerno you've got these big stars that have been playing footy for a long time together now, and what, what's going on with them? Like, what, is it the coaching staff? Is it do they not want to play for the coach because you got all these stars, but they're doing? They honestly just look slow. They look uninterested. They just look like they don't want to be out there. 
They get bullied. It's embarrassing, mate. Mate, the, the biggest way to put it is I was having a chat with Dan the other day and Dan would first to admit, like I'm with, with football, that I'm learning and he's learning about AFL, right? And Dan said yep. it perfectly. He said, they just kick the ball high time and time again. It's like 100%. we've got all these superstars, but they're coached to the point where they feel like they can't actually use the skills that they were drafted for. And it's just the stuff. It's like it's the same in, in football, as Dan said the other day. Like with, with soccer, if you just consistently kick the ball from defense to attack, long bomb, you don't actually methodically pass the ball, it's just going to get turned over. And it's the same with us. We just keep bombing it long, hoping for Charlie or Harry to take a mark. And if they don't, we're gone. So following on from that, like I, I watched that game, yeah? And th- three quarters of that game, Colton were good. I, I didn't think they played a bad game for, for the first three quarters. And then, well, the game, the game was end-to-end, right? But then in the fourth, it just looked like Colton just fell asleep. Yeah, but they're also playing a team, Sydney, who haven't been that good this year. Like, why no. are they falling asleep? Like, that's that's the thing that's what we're trying to get to. Like, what's, well, what's going on down there that, you know what I mean? Like, they're playing against a team that's, you know, bottom six at the moment. Yeah, they're at home. But they're not playing good footy either. But Carlton, on paper, should be beating that team by 10 goals at least. So did... 10 to 15 yeah. goals. Well, I thought, did, did Kurnow and Mackay let you down, though? What I reckon, right? There's a bit of a thing called two things in sport, momentum and confidence. So, as Dan rightly said, we dominated them for three quarters. So, could you imagine you've dominated someone in a, in a game for three quarters of the match, and then you look on the scoreboard and you're two goals down? Mm. I reckon they've just looked and thought, we, we can't kick goals, and I reckon they've just their confidence has been shot. They're not, they're not confident. Like, when you've got Charlie and Harry missing from 20, 30 metres out, which does not happen for Charlie, right? Confidence is a massive thing, and I, I reckon there's... Yeah. Yeah, there's something more going on. There's been a bit of rumours going around yeah. of late today too about Vossi, so who knows? It'll be, um, I mean, be interesting to see what happens during the week with that, mm. with um, Vossi and his job. So. Yeah, well, there's more There's more rumours today circling around mm. even about his family potentially have uh, have left and, and moved back to Queensland. So yeah, I reckon okay. it could be more than meets the eye with this form slump. It might not just be player-driven as well. So who knows? Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I mean, I'm looking at the stats here for Carlton, and the way I see it, and correct me if I'm wrong, you've got one of the best goal kickers in the league, Charlie Kirk. Two. What's his Two. name? Two. Patrick. Two. Who's that? Patrick. Patrick Cripps. No, no, no. So Patrick Cripps is one. He he won the um, Brownlow last year. So he he's currently the best midfielder in the game. Not so much this year. Um, his stats are pretty good this year. Like this, his disposals and tackles are still pretty good. Mate, I know it sounds silly, but it'd be like having the Ballon d'Or winner and the two Golden Boot winners in the same team. That's literally what we've got. We've got yeah. the Brownlow medalist and the two reigning Coleman medalists in the same team. Yet we can't win. It's your. Def- by the, I'm looking at the stats defensively. That's your problem. It's your tackles. Like your your average tackles is like lower than the most teams in the league. Yeah. Yeah, pressure's horrible. So it's um, like the goals in the midfield and disposals seem to be good, but tackles and clearances are, aren't that good. I mean, for, for that game, the disposals, I mean, Sydney had 382 disposals to Carlton 369. Mm. Yeah, so they had more of the ball. They had more of the ball, yeah. But I mean, let, let, let's not take it away from from Sydney. I mean, they actually played a very good game. You had Nick, Blake, Nick Blakey, sorry, Nick yep. Blakey gained 631 metres from 26 disposals. 
whilst you had Chad Warner, who who won the is it the Goods of Lachlan Medal? Yes, yeah, correct. Right? Yeah, yeah. He he won that from twenty nine disposals and two goals. He's an absolute right. star, mate. Oh, mate, Chad he Warner made a very good game. Absolutely star. Absolutely. Very very good game. But I mean that first bloke you mentioned, mate. He's my favourite player in the AFL by an absolute mile. Oh, I love it. He's so quick. He's so skillful. Which one's this? Yes. Nick Blakey. I love I mean, watching oh, him, mate. The lizard. You, you, you look at the stats here, and I mean, across the board, I'd say, I know you touched on it a minute ago, Josh, but I'd say that the, the game was reasonably even in terms of stats. Like I say, 382 to 369 disposals. The, the kicks was 231 to 218. Handballs was 151 apiece. And inside 50s, Carlton had more, 59 to 52. Which plus so, seven. So you've had seven more inside 50s. And how many more scoring shots did we have? Uh, don't Just know. not taking their opportunities at the end of the day, isn't it? Plus seven inside but, 50s, right? But you, We're averaging possessions. They're more yeah. or less identical. 144 to 143. Like what? I just don't understand what went wrong for Carlton there. Can't convert. Yeah, I know Kerner and Mackay, they missed three each, didn't they? But... Let's be honest, that's not the only upset of the round. Let's go to let's go to your team now, Dan. The Saners, mate. The mighty Hawks Saners. Oh, up. Hawthorne. What, I've what, never what's... seen a more poor performance from St Kilda. Because by all hey. reports, it was actually quite a good game up to halftime. It was. It was a great game up until halftime. But the way I saw it, and again, like, I'm not, like I say, I'm still learning about the AFL. So Ads and Josh, correct me if I'm wrong here. And I know I spoke to you. The other day, John, what I noticed that the Saints were just playing the long game for for four quarters, they were just playing the long game, and it just didn't work. And what I don't understand is why would you not move into space to receive an uncontested pass? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Like, why, if so, why were they if, so static? Well, you look at it. If if you take two quarters and their game plan's not working, why are they still trying to do that in the third and fourth quarter? Why aren't they doing what they did in the first six rounds? And hitting up your short 45, going into the midfield, then switching the ball, then going deep into your forward line. Like, why are you going down the line? Like, I just don't understand. Like, I that to just... me is... Go on, mate. Nailed... Go. That to me is St. Kilda, you know, two years ago. You're a different team this year. Do you know what I mean? You're a more improved team. You've got your Sinclairs. You've got your, your good ball users. They need to be using the 45. They need to be switching. Stop going down the line. It's boring footy and... Hawks are just licking their lips at the end of the day. It, it, it doesn't, doesn't work. work. No, yeah. it doesn't. Again, credit to Hawthorne. They didn't play the long game. I think I don't know whether they were just looking at St. Kilda's, St. Kilda's game plan and played the short game, just worked the handballs around the other players. But Mate, the, the thing is, right, and Ad, you touched on it, which, you, which is 100% true, they're changed. And I know from the in sanctum in AFL clubs, right, they, like every professional sport, they will dissect the op opposition. So whoever they're coming up against, they will be dissected. And I just think, same with Carlton, right? Carlton were really good last year because we dominated through the midfield. This year, they've worked out that if you shut Paddy Cripps down, you shut Carlton down. And it's the same with St Kilda. St Kilda were really, really, really dominating from the halfback, right? They had Bradley Hill and a few others who were just dominating from that halfback moving forward Sinclair, so especially Sinclair and op the opposition teams have now just thought and realized if you stop their runoff half back you stop St Kilda so now they can't transition properly so they're just going down the line and opposition teams are reading them so I think it's just and good right. coaching that, that's and stuffing that both Hawthorne, teams up I reckon is that 100 and... did they recorded a disposal to turnover rate of 7.4 disposals yeah. per turnover massive which 
which beats Colton's 2023 season ratio of 5.6. Well, there you go. Well, hopefully that's the start for Hawthorne. Hopefully they can actually carry the momentum on, you know, show that they can actually play footy. I think they will now. Can okay, I just, just mention before we move on, James Sicily. Play of the match, Unbelievable, mate. How Unbelievable. 42 disposals, 16 marks. Yeah. Unbelievable, Amazing. mate. I was just reading the best, The best game I've seen him play. Yeah, that 100%. was incredible. 100%. To have that many... That, that much of an impact on the game is actually quite remarkable. Did Max yeah. Kim play? He did, yeah. He did, yes. Did he? he did. And? Yeah, I... I kicked a few, didn't he? Kicked four? He did. I four. believe. Yeah, four, I think. Off the top of my he's, head. He's yeah. starting to show a bit, Max. He's picking though. up a bit. Yeah, Since a couple of weeks ago. Last week. Yeah, he came back last week and he just had a little bit more fire in his belly. You know, he just seemed a little bit going up for the mark. He just seemed to get his elbows out a little bit more, you know, like actually contesting for the mark. And he can, Mate, he can mark a ball. That's oh. one thing I'll give him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like At the end of last season... I'd, I kind of washed my hands with him. I thought, nah, I don't think he's first team quality. And if it was up to me, he'd be in the back line. But, I mean, that's why I'm not in charge. Yeah. I put him in the back. Is a little bit diff- yeah, put him in the back line. Just Put him yeah. in the back. Put him in the back. Mate, you don't put your Ferrari in the back year. of your shed. Well, what, didn't, everyone, didn't everyone say that Max King was going to be like the next big thing? And then he was just... Awful. Last year. Yeah. Awful. Dreadful. Because so, I mem- remember when we went to the uh, Marvel Stadium to watch him, and he caught, he marked five, yeah, he marked five times in the in front of goal, yeah, in yeah. front of goal, yeah, and he missed every single shot, right in front, right in front. Yeah. What's that? That's thirty odd points, and they lost yeah. it by thirty six points that game. This was last year. He's, he's very much a confidence player, though. Yeah, but I mean, it's, as a full forward that's been bigged up, five marks inside fifty. And missed all of them. Is that your? Is that, is well, that how your how young is he? Is he still? He'd still be 22, 24, 21, 22, 22. There you go. So he, he's still yeah. pretty young. Yeah. He's got time. He's gonna make mistakes. He's gonna he's gonna need those games to grow. And you know, give give your tall forwards a chance, and he'll hopefully start showing some stuff, which he's showing think, now. But I think this shoulder injury injury has done him a world of favours, to be honest. I think he's just had you time reckon? to work on his kick in, work on his accuracy, a hundred percent. Yeah. Bit like, of time out. Yeah. Before we wrap up, up AFL, right? Yeah. Go on, Dan. You finish, and then I'll. We got to stop talking about the VFL because I want to talk about three other teams that I'm absolutely loving at the yeah. minute. So. I know. I was just going to say that. Say that his shoulder injury. I, I feel like he's probably had a lot more time to practice his kick in because at the end of last year, it was abysmal and. He's only been back for two games, so we'll see how he goes. But yeah, it's been a lot enough. better. So I think he yeah, has I'm been a, better. I hold high hopes for him. Well, we'll yeah, hopefully you're right here because um, he's a star of the game. Him and his brother, yeah. and yeah, yeah. Fingers I mean, crossed they actually show I, something. <laughs> I'm looking at the stats here. To 2022, he got 52 goals. Yeah, the kid can play. Yeah, it's not bad. 233 disposals in the year. 115 marks. 115 marks. And what? He was 21? Like, yeah. not bad at 21, all. 21, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not bad. Not bad. That's some good stats. Some good stats. All right, Josh, what did you have? So, we'll take away from the VFL now. We'll move towards the AFL, the national comp. Three teams that, <laughs> that I'm in love with at the minute, but I want to talk about my, my love child at the minute because Carlton are done, so I want to talk about my... <laughs> 
So the team that I'm impressed with, but not my adopted team, but Freeman was catching my eye at the minute. Yeah, Freeman. Or Adelaide too, but I've just looked at the score of the match this this afternoon and Adelaide have just knocked off Brisbane by 20 plus points. Yeah, Are they I not the story of the year, if not in the AFL across, across the country? They are setting the competition alight, Adelaide. They play exciting football. They're hard. They're quick. They're skillful. They don't miss. They, if they I'm not, if, back down. If I'm not mistaken, the um, journalists at the start of the year actually had them bottom six, bottom four. Yep. So to be where I'm they are now... Win the spoon. Yeah, unbelievable, mate. I, I think they're sitting seventh <laughs> on the ladder. Am I correct? They are, and they're right equal. Now. So they're one game off fourth place. 11 well, there games you go. In. So, mate, 11 eight. games in... Just under halfway, and they're sitting in the top eight. So yeah. it'd have to be the story of the year. They're, well, they're the team that were looked at to be the bottom four. And they've just knocked off Brisbane. So And you you look at the teams that they've they've beaten, right? So they've, they've beaten Fremantle. They've beaten Port Adelaide. They've beaten Carlton. They beat Hawthorne, which everyone would expect. They lost to Collingwood by one point, which is massive. And, and that's only because they were inaccurate. Yeah, well, and they, they had Collingwood for majority of the game, three quarters at least. They hammered St Kilda and now they've beaten Brisbane. Like, are we going to take up, stand up and take notice of this team? Because Matty Nix has oh, got 100%. Oh, mate, I'm, I'm nervous as if Essendon are playing Adelaide, in Adelaide, mate, nervous. Absolutely They get nervous. a home final, look out. And wow, we that's the credit to the Adelaide Crows, isn't it? Like, that's... Oh. Mate, I, I would be scared going up against them, 100%. Uh, what I've noticed in this year, Adelaide Crows at home are definitely a force to be reckoned with. I think... Unbelievable. Like, you talk about, like, home advantage. I think that's the prime example of home advantage. Yeah, but you have, a, you, you have a look who's running that club. So, who, who, you have a look at their captain, Jordan Dawson. Gets appointed this year. There's a bit of noise in the background going, mm, don't know. Don't know if he's the right decision for the club leading forward. Mate, he, he has been the captain of the year this year. 100%. Mate, Best decision, 30, mate. 32 disposals it, in the game as well. The, he, he's actual decision-making. He's the best 50-metre, you know, kick that you'll ever see in the game. He is elite. He's a star of the game. He's got that club to where they are. Obviously, not just by himself, but him being... The captain that he is has brought that club into the top eight and credit to him. Yeah, it's a collective effort, mate. South Australia would be loving life. They've probably got two teams that could very much finish it in the top five, if not the top four at this stage. Adelaide Adelaide will be loving it because they hate us Victorians and I don't blame them. But yeah, Dan, it, it's it's very similar. This this run of Adelaide, the underdog story, it sounds a bit like a team in the, in the Premier League that, that I might support. Yeah, Nobody gave them a chance and... And then they just surprise everyone time after time. Bit of similarity there, isn't it? Can't let these outsiders come in and beat you to the top. Yeah. Can't let Adelaide and Brisbane come in and just beat you. Come on, the Dons. Up the mighty Dons. <laughs> <laughs> I am just fingers crossed that we finish top eight and, you know, we, we actually get rid of that drought. That final drought. A lot of people are actually... You know, they're, they're jumping on to Essendon this year. And I actually feel like they will. They will actually win a final this year. Have you so, seen our run home? I have. But if I go through the ladder, right, you tell me. So you're going to replace Collingwood? I was just about nope. to say, Josh, like, well, to everyone, who's your top eight finish going from now? Essendon and Kilda go out, in my opinion. Saints will drop out. I think Collingwood will win the minor. I, I agree. Yeah. I think Saints will drop out. Essendon's a maybe, but you have a look at who Essendon plays. 
they still have two games of North Melbourne, another game of West Coast at home, a game against Sydney at home. There's five, six wins that we should actually, yeah. you know, you have a look at how many wins we won now. We've won six. We may end up finishing 12, 13 wins at the end of the season, and that might actually just be enough to get us into the top eight. And if we make the top eight, unless we're playing Adelaide at Adelaide, <laughs> we'll give them a run. We'll give them I'm, a run. I'm back in West Coast Eagles. Top yeah. eight. And this is why you play <laughs> soccer, mate. <laughs> you never know, mate. I'm back in Southampton to win it. If there was relegation, they'd be gone. So. North Melbourne, then. <laughs> North Melbourne, top eight. <laughs> North Melbourne top eight. That'd be relegated as well. Anyway, let's not focus about them. Frio, though. Yeah, Aren't you doing... Hang on, before, before we go on to something else, are they starting a league below the the AFL? No. There is a league no? below the AFL. The there is, the VFL, yeah. But are they going to... Are they going to... Didn't they... Weren't they in talks about getting that into like a relegation promotion no. type league? No? Never will Never? Work, though, in your cool. oh, it has to work. Though. Participation's too low, mate. There's not the amount of people but, playing the game. But not, yeah. But that will get people into your game, right? This so if you, you if you think sport. about it, if you think about it, you have a relegation promotion type thing, then you get be- better grassroots players because the clubs will be more like committed, professional about it because they've they've got the option of going up to the AFL, being televised, being these big time players. So. You get you attract better players, you attract more grassroots football, you get more of a talent pool, right? That's why the English leagues are so good. Because you've got this mad competition Mate, between play, I, between teams. I know there's a heap of competitions, right? But in in the world, right, so we'll do worldwide, there's currently nine hundred and fifty one thousand people playing AFL, including AFL listed players. Football, there's 250 million people playing football each year. So there's yeah, a reason why that, you can have relegation. And you got to think too, that 950,000, half of them are young girls, females. So when you're talking about that, there's 500 players in the AFL. So if you have a relegation mode, that's about 1,000 players. So you're saying point, probably about 0.05% of those participants will be playing at the highest level that you're going to have a rubbish standard. It just doesn't work. There's just not enough people playing. But if you, though, like, you just relegate one team, one up, one it down, won't yeah. work. Yeah, one up, one down to start with. See how it goes. Infrastructure's not there. I, I, Stadiums aren't there. I don't think make, it will work either. It will make the actual AFL League so much, like, a lot more exciting. But you've got West Coast that's going to finish last, or North, whoever. So what? Great. Yeah, but that's they where the draft picks come into it. Like it that's yeah, big whoop. Yeah, great. they're not going to be terrible traded. forever, though. Yeah, but, but they're Collingwood not going to be terrible. Down two years ago, weren't they? Exactly. Uh, Collingwood down. Well, Collingwood, Collingwood last year were expected to be bottom four, and then they were what one kick out of a grand final. So yeah, it just it, it goes back to it goes back to recruiting. It goes back to your draft management. picks. So List management, exactly. A VFL right. team recruit a VFL team that wins the league year in year out. Yeah, and put that give the them thing a shot is, at, at the big stage. Why? Why would it, you you're only getting players? You... North Melbourne's a VFL team. Um, Brisbane Lions is a VFL team. So what you're going to relegate West Coast to bring in Carlton again? So you're going to have two Carlton teams in the competition, or two well, cities? Yeah, rivalry, mate. System's flawed. Rivalry. Same team. 
I'm just saying that like, now. Like if we said. are bringing two Carlton teams into the AFL, I'm actually swapping to soccer. We are <laughs> not having two Carlton teams in the AFL right here, right now. That is not happening. But that's not, not, me, mate. maybe that's what you need. Is you need these teams from the same suburb because you get rivalries then, and then it drives teams on it, mate. There's that that might actually get you atmosphere in a game as well. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong, I'll, t- I'll touch on that as well, that so many people that I've spoke to have gone, oh, yeah, Col- Collingwood, Colton, rivalry. I just, I don't see Collingwood, it. Collingwood, Essendon, Essendon, Hawthorne. Yeah. I, I don't see it. I don't see it. Like, how is it a rivalry, right? You, Tell you me how with, Essendon and Hawthorne's a rivalry. You Miles away from each other. No, because the, the games they've played since early 1990s, and Josh, you can yeah. back me up here, each and every single game they play, they hate each other. It's it's just Do they? it is what it is. It, these players, these people, these kids that are getting drafted, they've got no problem with the Hawthorne yeah. team. But it's just the the actual Essendon and Hawthorne Football Club. They don't like each other. And it, so then they get brought in. It's because we're civilized, Dan. Like my dad, <laughs> my dad used to go to Victoria Park, right? Against when we played Collingwood, that was Collingwood's home ground. He caught yeah. three bricks to the head on the same game. Three different Excellent. people, three bricks to his head. That can't happen anymore because the, we live in we live in a country where you're getting told that you have to put a mask over your face, mate. We can't do anything in here without getting in trouble. That's yeah, why there's none of that shit because you get kicked out if you're too drunk. Wear a balaclava. Yeah. Like, and how many people do that? Thing, like, now, I, mate? I yeah. went to I went to a Premier League game and I saw Huddersfield Town supporters and that's a pretty rough area. And they said to me, the Premier League shit now because you can't do anything. You can't you can't even chant half the time. If you say the wrong thing, they'll kick you out. No, no. Nah. Just, just well, I've been to one more recently than you do, and it was not what I thought it would be. Well, who did you watch? I watched Huddersfield Town versus Fulham. There, there was 40,000 people there. Absolute and, no rivalry whatsoever. That is like Essendon <laughs> versus Hawthorne. <laughs> so, you, so, the biggest rivalry this year, right, in, in Premier League. Okay, yeah. get me one, send me one article of where there was severe hostility, fighting, this, this hooligan well, behaviour. It's, it's not about hostility. It's not about it's, Yeah, it's not about hostility. It's about yeah, the rivalry between two clubs. I can sit there and chant too, but I don't, I don't want to spit my chips over the people in front of me. And there's too much happening in a game of AFL to be worried about singing. I'd go to an opera if I want to hear singing. It's not, no. What, what we're trying to say is... When you go to a Premier League game, it's just the songs they sing, they're just, it's banter, isn't it? It's entertainment. And when you go to an AFL game, like we all went to that AFL game, who did we, put, who did we watch? Richmond Essendon. But the entertainment from the pitch, not the crowd. It's not, not a, a yeah, to, yeah, yeah, but it's like going to, you start, we might as well go to the opera because yeah, it's that, it's that quiet. Game. I don't know. Look, listen, listen to your peers, mate. This is where sport was invented, was in England. So. We know what's best. No, it's not. You, you were just too busy <laughs> friggin controlling every other country and invading every other country. Hey, what? hey, let's not get into that. Well, let's not get into that. I stand with South let's, Africa. Let's move on. Getting off the topic on sporty, lads. Yeah. No, I love both sports. I, I think both sports are great. They're just different. We're, we're obviously going to compare the two because obviously you've got two English lads here but we just see AFL as there's so much room for improvement and obviously we want to watch the game more and obviously Dan loves it I'm trying to get into it but 
I would get into it more if there was like right proper rivalries and a bit more passion. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, if there was just a little bit more atmosphere to go with the games. Yes, yeah. the game is entertaining. I like it, right? I do like the game. But I just, for me, it just lacks atmosphere. But yeah, like we don't go away from my love for the game. I do enjoy watching it. We we don't go Melbourne Victory for the for the good football, do we? Like half the time we're going we're going for the we're going for the atmosphere. I'd argue the atmosphere is not that good there either. To be honest with you, out of every game bad. I've been, sport I've been to, the top atmosphere of a sporting code that I've been to of late would be the Wallabies game last year, the Bledisloe yeah, Cup. Good. In terms of mm. atmosphere, that probably had the best atmosphere of any sporting game I've been to in recent history. Like, yeah. I don't think football football in Australia is too crash hot with the crowd. I think that they're they're one of those. Yeah, only the only one is Melbourne Victory for me. Great support. Yeah, yeah and Sydney maybe Western Sydney. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, good fans. But yeah. when you've got teams like MacArthur coming in and Western United, like they're they're mm. they've got no supporters. There's no atmosphere. Mate, England's where it's at for fair atmosphere. Even Germany, like I went to an ice hockey game. Germany, Germany. yeah. Europe, Europe's just different with, with sporting atmosphere. We're not, I think we're too politically correct here to, to have that type you've hit of them. atmosphere. You've hit the nail on the head there, mate, 100%. Like you get kicked out if you're swearing now at, at the footy, the AFL. You can't swear. Yeah. They report you for anti-social behaviour, you get kicked out and you can get banned for up to 10 weeks just for swearing. That is mad. So it's too far. Mate, cricket, you're not allowed beach balls anymore. At the cricket, you're not allowed to do the Mexican wave. Like, they banned that. Like, it's just atrocious. Bring it back, I say. Bring it back. <laughs> Boxing day. We'll, start it. we'll go there. We'll go there and we'll start one. We'll bring it back, lads. That's Here it. We go. Cricket oh, on Boxing Day. Let's do it. Load of beach balls. Yeah, let's, do it. let's go. <laughs> go Bay 13. We'll get Bay 13. Start it up again, eh? <laughs> Bay 13 never left, mate. Anyone Yo, that's listening, bring your beach balls. Boxing Day. Let's go. Those Everyone, yeah. See how many beach balls you can get on the pitch. The Ashes is coming up. First, first we got the ICC World Cup. Unfortunately, you guys aren't good enough. Maybe, maybe next time. But after that, we'll be playing Who? news and... Who holds the World Cup in cricket? Yeah, we do. No. Yeah, yeah last Cricket Not World Cup was us. For the test? Test is New Zealand. No, yeah, I don't test. think it is. What, you think it's England? I know England have... What, they just won the 2020 in Australia not too long ago. No, England yeah. are the current World Cup champions. Oh! Yeah, for, no, 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 for 2020, for the test as well. Um, definitely 2020. Yeah, no, definitely 2020, because that was in Australia not too long ago. It doesn't matter. Even if they are the <laughs> test champions at the moment, they aren't in the ICC World Cup final next month. So it doesn't 2022, matter. England. No, rubbish. Ha See you later. Yeah. Yeah. See you later. No, if, that's all right. Yeah. ICC men's T20. England or but, the South African cricket team that play for England? Because half of them are born in South Africa <laughs> anyway. So. Oh, you have won the women's uh, cricket World Cup. Yeah, and that's better anyway. But so something Dan, to get excited about. Cup? Best thing about that T20 World Cup is it was held here and England came and won it. Yeah, but there's a stat <laughs> out there that the teams that actually host the World Cups don't win it for the 2020. If you can look that up, Josh, I know you're the stat man, but <laughs> there's some sort of stat out there that Aussies knew we weren't going to win that, mate. Let's be honest. England actually have a better 2020. But the cricket is the test matches. That's where, that's where we go with the cricket, mate. That is um, the only not? sport Australia will win a World Cup in. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I love, 
My favourite thing about this England versus Australia argument is we're just prisoners of their... We're convicts, yeah? Right? Their population's like 67 million. Ours is like 25. Yet, we still compete and beat them at most things. We annihilate them in the Commonwealth Games. Named after them. The Commonwealth Games. Yeah, you're clutching at straws a little bit there. (laughs) (laughs) He's left. Oh, he's gone. (laughs) He's left. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well we'll draw that string there yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we beat you at every spot the commonwealth games oh you beat us Sorry, at javelin he's, he's left me all alone here i'm 2v1 here i'm not happy about it yeah no 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 england 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 will actually win the icc world cup this year boys don't worry about it all good <laughs> <laughs> do your research yeah next time <laughs> you, you do your research <laughs> Alright boys. Alright boys. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Thanks guys. Cheers.